Hello, and welcome to the Conscious Hoofbeat Podcast. This is a podcast that explores the interconnectedness of our health and the health of our horses through self-care, mindfulness, and personal development, along with a little equine wisdom and wellness. I am your host, Dr. Pamela Maynard. I'm a published author and researcher, equine body worker, energy facilitator, and I am passionate about deepening our connection with horses. If you want a more meaningful relationship with your horse, it starts within yourself. So don't forget to go to ConsciousHoofBeat.com and sign up for our exclusive email list and start your journey today. Today I want to talk to you about compassion. As an empath, I have a history of people feeling comfortable turning to me as a confidant and and an understanding person. And it's really not uncommon for complete strangers to approach me and like, you know, share their life story and all their woes with me. And this past week, one of my dearest friends called to tell me her best mare had a serious injury. And of course she was upset, but all she needed was just for someone to listen. One time, a wise horsewoman told me that I have the gift of compassion. And due to that gift, I am aware. This awareness is not something I can just turn on and off. She said it is part of my DNA, and every gift comes with advantages and disadvantages. Through having an understanding on how to maneuver this gift, I can be effective in each situation I'm presented with. Hopefully, I have learned, and probably still in the process of learning, how to be more effective with my gift of compassion. Tenzin Gyatso, the 14th Dalai Lama, said, Genuine compassion is based not on our own projections and expectations, but rather on the gifts of the other. Irrespective of whether another person, and I personally would add animal, is a close friend or an enemy, as long as that person wishes for peace and happiness and wishes to overcome suffering, then on that basis we develop a genuine concern for his or her problems. This is genuine compassion. An increasing number of scientific studies are telling us how compassion is related to many aspects of our well-being. Healthy relationships, flexibility, how we deal with stress, including physical health and life expectancy. Compassionate people are able to benefit more from others' kindness. They are able to maintain their optimism even in the middle of adversity. And compassionate people do not suffer from severe loneliness. I personally could say amongst all of the pandemic stuff, I've really never felt lonely in shutdown or quarantine and Probably because I have compassion for my horses and animals and it, it fills that void. There's studies on young children and undergraduates show how individuals experience greater happiness when they are given a chance to buy things for others than asked to spend money on their self. 
Some describe compassion as the best-kept secret of happiness. Fortunately, studies also reveal that compassion and empathy are part of our basic makeup as human beings. We only need to nurture these qualities and allow it to be expressed in our lives. Humans have recognized the importance of compassion for a long time. In fact, all major faiths eulogize its virtue and arguably compassion is at the root of teachings of all faiths when it comes to living a good life. What is new is the appreciation of compassion's role in our own personal happiness and how we can relate to compassion not as a moral sanction but as an important basis of our own well-being. So I ask you to ponder, if compassion is so good for us, and if it is part of our natural disposition, how is it that we do not give it more merit in our lives and our lives with our horses? From my experience, compassion also brings a lot of resistance and sometimes even fear. I have seen that people are afraid if they're too kind and compassionate because then others will take advantage of them. Uh, We tend to be afraid if we're too kind, for example, to a friend or family member because that person might become too dependent on us. Or if we extend too much compassion to our horse, he or she might be spoiled or ill-mannered or disobedient. In the idea of tough love, we often close ourselves off to people who are close to us so that we do not have to feel any pain. We are afraid that others might think we are soft or weak. We are afraid that we might be downtrodden if we allow ourselves to feel compassion for someone else's problem. When we see other people's kindness, we suspect that there might be a hidden agenda. We are afraid to open ourselves up to other people's kindness because we fear that we might become too vulnerable. We bring similar resistance when it comes to self-compassion as well. We fear that if we let ourselves be self-compassionate, we might become a disappointment. In addition, there might also be a culturally acquired resistance to compassion. For example, because of the tendency to explain human behavior primarily in self-interest terms, many struggle with the idea of genuine compassion. All these fears result from misunderstanding what compassion is and how it relates to fairness and our responsibility toward ourselves and others. That said, the fact still remains that giving compassion is an important place in our everyday life with horses. In our self-definition of who we are as a horse person, you know, provided that you've taken the time to do the inner work and you have a self-definition, that um, the self-definition of who we are as a horse person and how it relates to ourselves and others and our horses and the world around us. From this place, it is ultimately in our best interest. More compassion leads to greater happiness and 
more meaningful relationships with others and our horses. It also brings a greater sense of purpose to our life and greater purpose to our life with horses. Many scholars and researchers believe that compassion is the key to improving humans and animals' lives along with our relationships. However, just watch the news or read about current events and which are constantly per- proving that people significantly lack when it comes to having compassion. If one is not capable of compassion for an innocent animal, then surely that person is not capable of having compassion towards other human beings. And when we don't have compassion for other living beings, we certainly cannot have compassion for ourselves. American biologist and ethologist Dr. Mark Beckoff said it perfectly. When people tell me they love animals and then harm them or kill them, I tell them I'm glad they don't love me. I would venture to say that those who truly love animals have a much higher rate of compassion for themselves as well as others. So my challenge to you is to have a new awareness around compassion. And now that you've had a chance to ponder compassion, I want to know, are you afraid of compassion? Until next time, enjoy your horse.